0: Live from South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. now. News Radio 610. WIOD. COVID is also going to be another big one tonight. He's really going to try to talk about living with this new phase of the virus. And you're going to see that in real time. That chamber, it's expected to be full tonight. It wasn't last year. You're also mas- Masks are also optional this year. Today's the first day masks are no longer required at this White House. Yeah, you know, that is one of the more amusing points in all this, right? Today, the first day that masks are no longer required at the White House. Why do you think that is? And I will credit... Was involved in the decision making here, independent of El Presidente, because I'm not really sure he made this decision other than being informed that, hey, we're doing it. Why do you think it is that today of all days masks are optional? You think it has something to do with optics before the first day of the union address? You think it has something to do with the reality with which all all, almost all of us live in? And, look, I I do not impugn. If you want to wear a mask, I mean, so be it, over the weekend. And one of the things that was great about it was first that they were having the festival again. And I love the street art, just amazing talent on display. But one of the other really awesome things is that people are just out living their lives as though there wasn't any pandemic, right? I mean, we I saw maybe out of thousands of people, maybe three masks the whole time. Point is this. People are not living their life, by and large, that way anymore. And the optics, the optics, you know, play into this. Because, once again, has policy under this administration had anything to do with science whatsoever? No, not at all. Just like it has with the CDC. They haven't changed their policy based upon science. They've changed it right along based upon perceived politics. Although, given that this administration is terrible at even politics, they managed to screw that up as well. Can't even manage to be politically expedient. But anyway, joining us to talk about this and also want to talk about Democrat defections. The most recent South Florida Democrat, Ted Deutsch, Paris Denard from the RNC joining us once again. Paris, how are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for having me. All right. So first, your thoughts about El Presidente and the State of the Union tonight.
1: Well, I think the President's State of the Union address is going to be uh, interesting to watch because he has nothing to talk about in terms of uh, successes. He'll try to talk about it, but the rhetoric won't match the reality for everyday Americans um, living under his uh, draconian mandates and horrible policies that have hurt so many uh, people from all walks of life, all over Florida specifically. These policies don't work. And people know that. They feel it. They see it every single day. And so he's going to have to walk a very fine line in not lying, <laughs> if that's possible, uh, because there aren't any successes. And the American people understand that. They feel it, whether it's the economy, education, uh, national security, domestic security with public safety and defunding of the police, uh, the COVID-19, by every objectionable uh, objective measure. By every objective measure, Joe Biden has been a failure, and the American people are bearing the brunt of it.
0: Paris, ordinarily, the response by the opposition party is barely paid attention to, except for those that are truly in, in you know political trenches. It's an afterthought. Nobody talks about it really the next day, except for politicos. Do you think given biden's weakness i mean in the polling age in the televised day of the union age he is the weakest president according to approval polling uh to go into his first day of the union in american history do you think that more people might pay attention to the republican rebuttal that that might matter more than it usually does
1: I think there's going to be a lot of um, independents and Democrats are going to be t- paying attention to the Republican rebuttal by uh, Iowa Governor Reynolds because they want to know, they're hungry for uh, options, solutions, choices, and they want to hear the truth. They want to know and, and see what Republicans are going to do and what Republicans have done and Republicans are doing. And there's no better example than what our Republican governors are doing. Certainly, you know that in Florida. Uh, with Ron DeSantis and certainly in places like Arizona with, with Governor Ducey and places like Iowa Governor Reynolds and all across the country, Republican governors have led on recovery, on COVID-19 on, on job creation. So I think there's going to be a lot of people, not just Republicans, but independents and Democrats who are wanting to hear from the Republican side to see what the contrast is because guess what? The midterm elections have begun. We have Texas primaries t- uh, that, are, that are coming up tomorrow and we have uh, issues with um, uh, the, 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 the question, I should say about the midterm elections people are wanting to see the contrast and know and be more informed as voters
0: and following up on the point that you're just talking about including our governor and his success and our state's success yeah it it struck me as odd and i'm wondering if you have any insight into this we just wrapped up with cpac i mean it is it is clear it has been clear for quite some time that the two leaders of the republican party are donald trump and ron DeSantis. And if not Trump, why not have Desantis issue the Republican response? I'm not trying to take anything away from Iowa's governor, but it's clear that he and Desantis are not in the same conversation nationally.
1: Well, I think that what we have to remember is that the um, the, the presidential election uh, and, and whoever runs for president is in 2024, and we need to be focused on 2022. And I think that. Um, by having I think that the that the thought would be uh, having someone uh, who is not uh, looked to right now as um, someone running for president um, talk about someone who who because the story would then become about the presidency and about the upcoming election and that person's candidacy. I think in having Governor Reynolds, uh, a woman, uh, someone who is a Republican governor like DeSantis, but also can, in Women's History Month, can speak to those uh, women directly can speak to those suburban moms, those, those those parents out there about the things that have been going on. So I think that the choice uh, was less on a political choice and more so on a choice of messaging to a specific group of people, uh, uh, both on the Republican, Independent, and Democrat side who are frustrated with what you're seeing happening with our children. Uh, I, I think it's a good pick.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. All right. So about the Democrat defection. So we're now up to 31. Which is the yeah. second highest number uh, of Democrat defections retirements in in political history? Thirty five, the record in nineteen ninety two, which is in play this cycle. Ted Deutsch, South Florida congressman, becoming the latest. What do you make of this?
1: I, I think that we we may meet or break that that thirty five number title uh, record because. Uh, what we see now is Democrats see the writing on the wall, and they understand that Joe Biden's agenda is not working for the American people, and they have to go back to their constituents and be held accountable. And so many of these Democrats are are unwilling to be held accountable by their constituents because it's hard for them to sell what Joe Biden is is is, is, is pushing, what Democrats nationally are pushing. Uh, it 's the reason why Harriet Holman of South carolina uh, decided uh, to switch parties uh, the Dorchester county. Council and said, I'm a black woman, but I'm also someone who do not represent the Democrat Party. They don't represent me and my values. So she's running for re-election as a Republican. There's a lot of Democrats that are like that. And they're in these districts where these Democrats, these 31 Democrats reside, going to be very, very difficult for them to run for re-election because the agenda isn't working and they're going to be tied to the agenda. They're tied to Nancy Pelosi. They're tied to Chuck Schumer. They're tied to uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And that agenda and so I don't. I think it's a it's a it's a warning sign to Democrats, the DNC, and other Democrats today, that if you think that having the White House descend in the House and these these and this terrible agenda items of this bill back broke, uh, uh, you know, pledge is working, then why are so many deflecting? It's not working, and they know it. We may get up to thirty five by the time this is over.
0: All right, Paris Denard, RNC spokesperson. Always good talking with you, Paris. Be well. Thanks for having me. Got it. All right. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take a take break real uh, a little bit early here. We, we've we got Congressman Brian Mast on the other side. I want to maximize our time with him. So we'll be back with the congressman here in the Brian Mudd Show. He's Radio 610 WIOD.